The people who don't give up are the people who find a way to believe in abundance rather than scarcity. They've taken into their hearts the idea that there is enough for all of us. The success will manifest itself in different ways for different people. That keeping the faith is more important than cashing a check. Cheryl Strayed. Hola, como esta? Hola, como estas? Wagwan. What is it? How are you? Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Hi, beloved. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unbought. Period. Unbossed. Period. And completely unfinished. Yeah, period. <laughs> A podcast for the evolving woman. Yes, and we are indeed evolving, yes. and we're happy to be back with you. I love doing this with you, Erin. I do too. Um, but I also love sort of like hearing people's reaction mm-hmm. to the podcast, mm-hmm. and I know the things that we're talking about, everyone is going through, and I, what I really appreciate about this podcast is that we always say we're not talking to you from the pulpit or from the stage, but we're like sitting right next to you because these are our lived lives. Very right? true. So, darling. Yes. How have you been unbought, unbossed, and unfinished, unfinished since we last gathered? All right. Usually, I kind of do some type of thinking about this. I know that you usually just kind of sit down and talk from the heart. I like to sometimes gather you like my thoughts. You to be more prepared? A little bit. Just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. This time, I'm completely unprepared. But so let's <laughs> Oh, we about to. <laughs> um, right now, I am un- unfinished because as we're recording this, I'm in a bathroom. Okay. We <laughs> didn't need and see and this is why i like to prepare and you know what this is why i'm gonna need you to be prepared for more and can you stop moving your chair around oh right so you can hear me quick creaking anyway i am in a bathroom but your nails look lovely my nails look lovely this is true but i have no clothes on essentially i'm like basically visiting with erin and you know like when you visit with your your lady they come in she has a bathroom uh-huh. nothing under nothing under but it. she made me a good meal you know i try i'm gonna put a little a little mediterranean stuff together you know some it was good some sausage some pita bread some hummus some hummus some, some tea and some tea and some fruit yes it was lovely so i'm i guess i'm a little unbought in that way because it came together very quickly easy with great <laughs> great 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 ease um i also feel unfinished because i've been traveling a lot this month for work which has been great but also it can be exhausting because mm. it can look good and hopefully you're following us on instagram and facebook you're seeing our insta stories specifically uh it looks really good right but it's also work yeah so it's not like i'm on a trip like you're working and i think when you travel and i know you can identify i think my my days are longer Mm -hmm. so usually they're 10 to 6 but i'm working all day including travel so that's exhausting but they comp your meals Oh, yeah, they pay for everything. Right? They comp your mm-hmm. meals, so you eat them well. I'm eating well. Okay, drinking, drinking good wine. I'm drinking good wine. Do you get to keep your fly, your frequent flyer miles? Like, uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so look at uh-huh. that. And okay. have TSA pre-check. Okay. Uh-huh, which I think benefited us for our Cuba trip, which we'll discuss later. Ooh. But anyway. Well, I need I to make sure so. I get that for yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. I wonder if your job will pay for that. Because um, mine did. Probably. They probably would. Yeah, you should do it. Yeah. It's, it's helpful in some places. Although a lot of the places where I fly are really small airports, so it's all one terminal. Mm. So it actually doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. It's just long days and traveling is not fun. And my, well, I don't really like to fly. 
Mm. Well, I don't mind flying once we're in the air, but takeoff and landing, and if there's turbulence, I am not well, a fan. girl, the last time I was, I went for a deposition in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I Do remember. you remember that? And mm-hmm. I flew in when, I guess... It was like some storm that they were having. Yeah. The plane was bouncing back. I was like, it's, no, it's Lord, terrifying to me. Lord, it is my, my soul is right with you. No, you know. My child will get great. He'll get great benefits. He got I'm good very heavily you. insured. It's <laughs> good for you because I just be like, mm, I didn't get to do this. Lord God. Or I, ooh, I was just doing this. My life ain't right. Like, I just, it just, I don't love takeoff no, and landing. When I was at Syracuse, I used I to, um, they had like the little, little planes mm-hmm. that I used to take. And that was scary too. But anyway. Oh, so, so you're yes. feeling on un- bu- I'm feeling unfinished in that way. I'm feeling unfinished cuz I'm tired. Um yeah. and I just got in last night and we are off to do something wonderful today, which is also part of the beauty of unfinished kind of like what you were mm-hmm. saying last episode, which is you can be undone and unfinished and unbought and unbossed oh, all at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Uh, and also I realized in preparation for this trip, I am feeling a little unbought because I realized mm-hmm. that I had certain things in order that I didn't necessarily so this past trip was very last minute for work, and I realized I could, I could kind of pull together generally things mm-hmm. that I usually wouldn't have been able to a few years ago. Like I That's knew where up. to go to get my nails done. Oh. I knew where to go, but I'm serious. Like those no, things matter. No, like honestly, I was having this conversation in my head, and I said we should do this as a topic. Yes, I agree. Like, I was gonna say that for every like as a woman, like what yes. at thirty at twenty, what should you know? Like exactly. what you should know what neutral color works for you. Like there things you like that. that or colors yeah. that you could, or I didn't Fits, know what I was going to wear, and instead of going to the spending yeah. three hours going through the store i was like okay air you have uh, two days to pull this together what stores generally work for you like mm-hmm. that even is like i think yeah. that takes time so i knew which store generally to go to i could look at styles and not be distracted by everything that i maybe sure. wanted i bought three different things that were generally going to look good i bought them got mailed to me i tried them all on i was able to buy two different like all of that takes Mm -hmm. time to know i knew where to get my hair done i knew who to ask about to get my nails done i did forget to pluck my hair my chin hair but that's okay jesus (laughs) christ lord yeah i know We will see Can how I, that goes. Child, we need to get laser between me and you because we need to get laser. But we're about I'm to be seeing, forty. We, we need to. Stop. I, I, I don't know me. I'm, I'm not even thirty-five yet. Don't okay, do that. I'm, don't do that. <laughs> okay, one thing I thought you were gonna say was that. In addition to sort of like getting your, knowing how to get your look together, mm-hmm. sort of like the idea of getting your talking points together, because mm-hmm. I was really that proud too. of, I know like you always say that you're still figuring out this job Completely. and it's a new area, but I thought you were able to sort of get your talking points together in such a, yeah. a compelling way that I was, you know, Good, I was, you were I was moved proud by of you. it too, right? Mm-hmm. And like that takes all So I was thinking time. you were being very, you were very bossed up. Appreciate and I, 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 I was like, I saw your growth in that I area. I appreciate it. And it, it's intimidating mm-hmm. and it takes time and effort. And I don't want anyone to think, which is part of our constant theme, that that just happens effortlessly. That all of a sudden we're just, you know, that we, <laughs> that we are just automatically looking good and great together. Like, it, that's yeah. not how it works at all. It takes time. So like, be easy on yourself. And it also made me think about other things that I need to get, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know, a, a routine waxer, maybe <laughs> like little stuff like that. But Aaron's that's very, how I'm feeling. Erin's very um candid and <laughs> I today. I, we need to get video because you. I'm like her mother, right? Like, <laughs> I, I'm always. Oh, I, I kind of police her in many mm-hmm. ways. <laughs> And sometimes she'll send me things on Instagram that she'll be like, oh, my mother. I'm like, she was right. That yeah, was well, inappropriate. Sometimes she's also wrong. But that, I won't say that on this episode because another listens. I'm so. not. I, have, I haven't had a moment where she was wrong. Go ahead. Oh, really? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good 
for you. Anyway, that is how I have been embossed unfinished. Joel, how have you been? Um, well, right now, although I'm laughing, I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Every time I feel like I try to like work out and I get into a groove, something always mm-hmm. happens to me. One time I was in the hospital with Rapno mm-hmm. because um my was that, how do you pronounce it again? Rap well Rapno is like the short form. Oh, okay. Um and today now I, I think like I I was doing squats with weight and um might have lifted too heavy of a mm-hmm. weight and so I think I bruised like a rib or a muscle, something. So every time I talk or swallow, mm-hmm. I feel like this pain in my back and in my shoulder. So I'm feeling kind of unfinished and kind of just like annoyed because it's yeah. like it takes a long time for me to get into a groove. So it's like I'm finally in a groove and then now I have to take a break. I've also been feeling, to be quite honest, very unfinished these a lot from mm-hmm. the last time we spoke. Um, I feel like I've been dealing with a lot of sort of like emotional rec- like mm-hmm. emotional reckoning mm-hmm. um, in terms of, I think I'm going through an evolution in terms of the way I experience love, I give love. And so it's required me to be still, vulnerable, um, probably scaring my friends in some ways in some of the text messages I've been sending out. But also um, because I... Going back to our last episode about checking on your strong friends, I don't think that a lot of people in in my life expect me to be quote-unquote, weak or in need of help mm-hmm. um, and not to be able to recover very quickly. And so I was taking some of our own advice from our own pa- from the last podcast about sort of like checking on your strong friends but also checking yourself if you're the strong right, friend. And, exactly. and I was checking myself and sort of like sharing sort of like how I was feeling, feeling kind of like blah in a lot of areas. And just putting voice to it was very helpful for me. And... And doing that was able to sort of come up with some like action plans that have in a short period made me feel much better. Mm. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of person where again, I can compartmentalize life and I can be having a struggle in one area, but just like keep it going. And sometimes the weak, the, 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 the issue with that is that you're not as connected to your emotions as you need it to be. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I feel more connected to how I'm really feeling because I've been stilled, I named it, I mm. claimed it, and kind of sat in it. And so even though the feelings that I've been feeling emotionally in terms of like the areas I feel like I have to grow and push myself have not been great feelings, I'm, I feel better sort of just you're dealing with them Does that make sense? You're dealing with it differently. Yeah, it's like saying, like saying you're sad. If you're sad, it's not great to be sad, but just saying it, knowing it. And then being able to say, here's how I want to move in And sharing. And sharing with other people. Yeah. So that's sort of like how I've been feeling. I've been feeling unfinished. But then also feeling unbought and unbossed in sort of, I think there's such great power in being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And like being able to say, hey, things are not going great for me right now. I'm unhappy right now. Um, And then just still getting up, going to work, doing what I need to do pulling all the way up to the table, still being very mm-hmm. present mm-hmm. Um, with my child and my husband and sort of like saying, hey, I want to I want to make this better. Right. So I'm proud of myself. Good. And then, you know, life is about peaks and valleys and we want it. We want it to always be like a lot of peaks, but it's just not that way. Yeah. And even thinking about your evolution, I posted something or, or shared it with you. I can't remember which one where... Because, you know, the book of life is through Instagram at this mm-hmm. point. It's a living book. It's, 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 it's providing me with all types of inspiration. 
these quotes. I love mantras and quotes. And this one says, I said to the sun, tell me about mm. the Big Bang. Mm. The sun said, it hurts to become. Mm. And I feel like I'm, yeah. beco- I like, I'm right. becoming. There's, it's not like I'm not at a milestone birthday. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not at a like a pivotal moment in my life or whatever. But like sometimes I think we think those are the only moments in which we're being right. coming. So it feels good to sort of just being. I feel like I, I've been able to reach a level of consciousness in my evolution mm-hmm. that I can know when I am becoming. And I really right. do feel like I'm going through like a shift. Yeah. Like a, yeah. like a like a shift in my spirit. A shift in the way I move through the world. I'm excited to see how that goes and yeah. continues to. And you are still at a milestone because you're 35. I mean, and I know, so that's that does not have to. Erin just really wants her 35th to be like. My 35th birthday was was. I'm like now that you're getting ready to do yours. I'm I like, know. can I have a, re- a redo? Because mine was kind of. Like, <laughs> we're gonna do it together. No, we're not. Why? It's yours. You gotta have it. But you know, I don't, I don't really operate. Well, you know, way. I should do a half. You know, I'd like a half. I know. It, it, I think it will be your. half. Okay, well, maybe one when we. That's do, what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So we're gonna. It'll be part of your half. Take my the day 35th, off. Take the take day my off. Day, take the day off. No, um. I'm not going to share my specific age because everyone knows my full name and they will know my <laughs> date of birth. That's just too much. Do you want, do you want to give them your social? Well, I guess I already told them. No, 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 but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't give them no more. Either they way. already know that you're in your bath. Exactly. That's also true. <laughs> uh, we will. We plan on spending the birthday <laughs> in Cuba. Erin's going. Erin is curating a girls trip with <laughs> oh, some fabulous women to Cuba, and great. I'm just like one. I'm just. You and I are the only one that have our plane ticket so far. So technically, it's just me and you. No, no, Millie and Leslie have theirs. Millie, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have theirs. That's it. Um, but I'm excited. It's something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, Oh, yeah. We're, so we're also recording from my um, my hood-adjacent abode. <laughs> so if you hear sirens in the background, um, that is that is not, you know, the police are not pulling up to your home. They're... <laughs> Just around the neighborhood. They're just, They're just around the riverbend. They're, They're around the riverbend. <laughs> <laughs> so ignore that. It's just so regular smegula Saturday. <laughs> you know, it's nothing big. I didn't even hear it, Joel. I did. It. I like, my eyes were opening, but like, what is going on? I was like, oh, right, right, side. Because you know, in, El- in the country, in the yes, green, yes, yes. <laughs> just the cows. Chateau de, de what, what do we call it? Watson on the green. That's Watson what, that's on what, the what, green. That's what Sharon called yes. it. Yes. Um, hilarious. <laughs> um. But yeah, so we're we're excited about that. That's mm-hmm. gonna be fun. I'm sure we're gonna have more unbought and unbossed mm-hmm. and unfinished moments to good. share then. But until then, we're gonna be right back. Yay! Well, welcome back. All right, our favorite part. Time for the entree. Mm-hmm. I love food, and that's part <laughs> of the problem. I do too. Oh my goodness. I want to get like a new cookbook. So I I would make like new exciting meals. I fancy myself a chef, but really yeah, I'm just I'm just an eater. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, did I ever tell you I I thought I went and I went to look it up for you or buy it for you the the Patty LaBelle cookbook. Oh, is it really good. good? Oh, really? I mean, that's the one I grew up on. I know that she has like a new version cuz mm. that was her like pre-diabetes one. <laughs> So get the pre-diabetes. Cause that that one is better. There's like a six or like an eight cheese mac and cheese. Oh, jewel. Ooh, my god. God. Like eight different cheeses. <laughs> eight, one, two, three, four, five, eight. Wow, it's I've like, heard of five. I've even heard. I of think seven. hers. Maybe I'm lying, but to me, well, well, what we did in my <laughs> our house, 
It was an eight cheese mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese is so expensive to me. I know it is. I know that's why it was a, it's a delicacy when we had it. It's like yeah. you know, it's like fifty dollars. Yeah, it's, different cheeses it's good for if family. like you're if it's like a bunch of people, but if you're just making it for like three people, it's like such a waste. Oh, is uh, it? Oh, why can't you freeze it? Well, you know, we don't really do a lot of leftovers. Oh, in house. Yeah. that's that. Mm, we do. <laughs> it's cheese. No, you're right. You know, but you know, you know. Okay, what well, I'm you can just work. bring that over. But anyway, let's get to the entree. Oh, right, right, right. All right. That's what we were talking we about. Won't compare, we won't compare mac and cheese I forgot. dishes. Erin, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about comparison being the thief of joy. And I let Erin say that because uh-huh. I was going to mess it up. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, the I thief of you. joy. The thief of joy. <sighs> comparison and maybe even competition too. I think we can interweave mm, some of that. Yeah. Um, and I guess we'll get to this, but when you're competing or when you're comparing, it's all about how you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that will, that will impact the results of how, of how it's functioning in your life. So talk to me, have you ever had a situation where you found yourself comparing yourself to others and how did that affect you? All the time. All day, every day. All day, every day. Exactly. Like, I I can think of just one example because it happens all the time. Uh, And I don't think it's always about some levels of maliciousness. It's not even... It's not about them. It's really about you. Exactly. It's not... It's it's more of what I'm doing and how uncomfortable I feel in a moment. Whether I'm preparing to just go out for a dinner or um, a party or just going to work. And even sometimes in the choices you're making about what you're going to wear or what you're going or how you're going to act, it is thinking about who else is going to be there. And that is just comes down to some levels of comparison. Yeah. Um, and I want us, and I know we're going to get there to even explore when it's healthy or unhealthy. Yeah. I think there can, there is some level of comparison and competition being healthy. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it's probably what is the source of your comparison. Mm-hmm. Is it, are you comparing yourself out of a desire to improve or out of fear and insecurity? Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I think comparison without intention is more likely being driven by fear and insecurity. And what I mean by that is if I am controlling and being thoughtful about why I'm comparing myself, I probably will compare myself in a way to improve. But when I'm just letting random thoughts flow into my mind the way we do, which is mm-hmm. not, you're really not being intentional about what you're thinking. Usually that's coming for me, at least it's coming from insecurity or fear. And it's usually resulting in all my joy being stolen. Mm-hmm. And so exactly. I've, I've come, I, I feel like all areas. So one of the th- things that I'm thinking about specifically is, um, one of my friends started this like 30 day workout challenge. Oh, right. And we all signed up for it, sure whatever did. the case is. And I, first of all, I just didn't, I was like, oh God, I already know sort of how that is an area that I struggle in. Mm-hmm. I already knew that I wouldn't have as much time as everyone else. Yeah. And so I'm already starting feeling like behind. Mm hmm. And I remember, and part of the challenge is that you had to like post on IG, you know, what you're working on. I never did it. And I remember, <laughs> I know you did. And I remember seeing one of our friends, Evelyn, the friend mm-hmm. we highlighted last yes, week. Yes, yes. She would be like posting a workout in the middle of the day. And I'm like, wait, like where's she, how is she, I, 
what is she, you know, like, I feel, I like, I would be like in a meeting or in my office feeling so bad about myself, like, well, Mm -hmm. how is she able to fit in a workout in the middle of the day? Mm -hmm. She's a lawyer too, like, how Mm -hmm. is that working? And I remember reaching out to her, she called me on something else. And then I said, I said, how do you, like, find time to work out in the middle of the day? And she automatically picked up what I was doing. She knew I was comparing myself. And that I wasn't comparing myself for improvement, I was comparing myself because I was beating myself up. And it was like at 7 o'clock in the morning. So I started my day off like oh mm. god and she was like Joel don't worry about what I'm doing focus on what you can do all you need is 15 minutes if you're on a call at work try to she do sure squats did, yeah. while you were on mm-hmm. you know and like I've been trying to implement that but I'll let you know I rem- I was feeling so bad about myself mm-hmm. in that moment and I've had other situations where I feel like I've compared myself even people like you look at people on Instagram and you see how great their body is and I'm like well what am I doing why can't I get to that level why can't I get to that level? Right. Right. And so I know that to me, comparison sort of not really monitored could really be detrimental in terms of sort of how you feel about yourself and just a roadblock, period. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I was also part of the same group and I work out more often than I like to admit for mm-hmm. the, some of the same reasons. Like I don't think my work always show is a reflection. My work in my body. Your work doesn't. Is a reflection of like the time that I put in. Mm-hmm. And I don't even feel like having conversations with people about it. Like mm-hmm. I don't even like to tell people or encourage people sometimes mm-hmm. in working out because I feel like I, who, who am I to do that when yeah. I have so much, when I'm comparing myself to other people who work out even less mm-hmm. than I do, or sometimes people who, who work out, um, even more than I do or as much and, and my body doesn't reflect the work that I put in. Sure. So I didn't put in or I didn't do any hashtags um, that we were kind of using to so support, right? Like it was supposed to be a supportive and it was a supportive network of people. But because my own insecurities were coming into play, I didn't even participate in it, which like what you're saying is like yeah. detrimental. Yeah. And I, didn't even, I mean, I'm working out. I'm going yeah. to the gym at least three to four times generally a week, yeah. but I'm not even posting a picture because I was concerned that in 30 days, you're not my gonna, body's not going to look any different or not, not gonna, much. Yeah. And so what was the point? Or even, let me tell you something with the comparison, mm-hmm. everyone would send pictures of their yes. workout and everyone would be like drenched in sweat. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I don't sweat like that. So <laughs> See, I, I could be like, I could have done like a crazy workout <laughs> and I'm not going to look. Think about that. I don't sweat. Like, that's part of the problem why I overheat. Like, I do not oh, sweat like that. Look at so you. I'm it would such just, a sweater. It would just be like, oh, well, Jewel clearly just, um, you know, uh-huh. she did two jumping jacks. You know what? You know what time to look? I'm sorry. Completely a little bit off topic. I was talking to Evelyn about my workouts and why I was frustrated with not having the body that I want. And I was like, but I sweat so much. She's like, girl, that just means you're hot. <laughs> you're working out hard that just means you're hot and i was like well thank you evelyn for checking me well you well everybody else was hot clearly i wasn't hot enough because i'd be like hey i have like a little glow but i don't have like <laughs> oh look at you you yeah, a pretty I workout don't, i do i'm cute mm, that's pretty what you know where else i and i don't know if this has ever happened to you but i think for us we're we have a group of friends where i would say we're all highly motivated mm-hmm. we're we're accomplished women yes. right and yes. sometimes we don't own that belief. we boss we yeah. unbossed we unbossed we yes, unbossed, we unbossed we right it. Um, but I think we take it for granted because it's just like, you know, all your friends are lawyers, all your friends are executives, blah, 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 whatever. I sometimes see, I feel competition between us Mm -hmm. and comparison between us. Yeah. Although I know that we love each other. Right. And I wonder, do you think, like, how do you, how do you manage sort of like comparison in a, in, in a circle of friends? 
Because usually the people you, I mean, now we live in a world where you you can compare yourself mm-hmm. to people on Instagram, but I think those comparisons don't hurt as much as when it's the person you love. Because yeah. you know you love them. But you could still be feeling like, well, why her and not me? Yeah. I know. And that's, what, and that's part of what motivated us to talk about this. Mm-hmm. It's not even just about the Instagram people that we're looking at. It's about the people in your own circle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, that's why I kind of want to piece apart if there's a difference between comparison and competition. Because to me, I think comparison literally is the thief of joy. But mm-hmm. competition is healthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out in my mind like where there is a difference. And in my mind, it goes back to this circle of friends. Like, I don't ever feel as if we're truly competing against each other. Mm-hmm. Whether we have been in the same job together or whether we're just in the same field. I don't feel as if we've ever actually been pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. But I do think what we all sometimes can do is, or other people will sometimes do, is say, well... Jewel is doing this. Why isn't Aaron doing this? And literally may even ask you, mm-hmm. right? Or Aaron is um, able to accomplish this, but, you know, Evelyn has not been able to accomplish this. Yes, I know. Okay, so you also probably just heard a horn. Because <laughs> Jewel is rolling eyes. I live in this, I live in the city. What you want me to do? From henceforth, you were just recording the country. By the country. As side. you were saying. <laughs> this might Jules you doing this. Jules doing that. Understand <laughs> her. Anyway, and I think sometimes it's not just about us comparing, mm-hmm. but other people creating those comparisons mm-hmm. that start to eat away at you. And I don't know how we even I don't know like what I just I just I use it as motivation. Mm-hmm. I try to use competition as like a competition slash motivation. Mm-hmm. I think the dichotomy that you're trying to slice between sort of comparison and competition, Mm -hmm. it's really about sort of what's going on with that person. Mm -hmm. So it can be healthy comparison or competition. If what is driving it is not fear and insecurity. And if you're saying I'm comparing myself to Sharon Mm -hmm. because Sharon is really good at this and I want to learn how she does it, but I'm able to sort of do it in a way that is not, is not going to be like, Aaron, you're such an idiot. Why can't you do it? But but rather Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you're actually, you're good at this. You have this foundation. Here's what you need to do to improve. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think. Which requires you to be vulnerable and and just simply mm-hmm. ask someone too. Yeah, so and I, that sometimes can be really hard with your friends. I, even more difficult, difficult than with, with like a stranger. That's true. That's because sometimes you don't, especially if you're in a, a group of friends where you feel like mm-hmm. everybody's doing good. You don't want people to see you sweat. Mm-hmm. But I think what we need in order for comparison mm-hmm. not to steal your joy mm-hmm. to eat away at you. You need to make sure that one, you are asking yourself honest questions like, what is driving? Is it insecurity mm-hmm. or is it fear? Or is it a desire to improve? And I think mm-hmm. if it's a desire to improve, it can be managed healthy in a healthy way, so it's not a problem. But if the answer to the question is it's insecurity or fear, have you had a situation where you've compared yourself and like you thinking about it, it was it was out of insecurity and fear? I could think of situations where I've done that. Have what sort of has been your experience, and how do you not live there? Because mm-hmm. I could say. I know you well enough to know that you haven't lived there, mm-hmm. but I'm also certain that you've you've been that down that road. And oh, same absolutely. here, yeah. I mean, I, a, a dozen have popped into my mind. Whether it's um, even with relationships, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, appearance or access or money, because like we've discussed before, I operate sometimes from a, 
lack when it comes to like money, you know, and, and not living there becomes kind of what our motto is, is like the building that muscle. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I mean, this is all muscle building, right? It really is just building that muscle with someone who's also you can identify as we've discussed in, and we'll even be discussing today when we're talking about a goal, recognizing it's a goal and saying, okay, I see that in you mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you how you did it and how you did it well. And maybe I'm asking a dozen people and sometimes you will get something from it that is very helpful. Sometimes you will not. And just constantly really just checking yourself mm-hmm. and like looking in the mirror and saying, okay, yeah. well, that's really uncomfortable. And I am... I recognize that I want that though. I want that abundance. Yeah. Uh, and I want to to do that. I have to step out of my comfort level and and just really go go for it. Yeah, I think that for me, and I I feel like I've mentioned this before on the mm-hmm. podcast. If I see myself, there's I'll, I'll give you guys a, a, a example. When we were in law school and we all competed for journals. Mm. A lot of my friends, you got on law review, Sharon one. got on law review. I don't know who Milva. else. Milva got on law review. A law review is like a big thing. I didn't get on law review. Mm-hmm. And it hurt me that I didn't mm. get on law review because it's like, that's what sort of like the people who are like the movies and the shakers, they get on law review. And I remember it putting sort of like a damper on my law school experience for that moment, but mm. I didn't live there. Mm-hmm. And I also just was like, at the end of the day, the backdrop in my mind is like, I'm going to get what I need to get. Mm -hmm. And then one of the things that's really important about sort of getting on law review is sort of like what kind of clerkship you're going to get. When I graduated from law school, I ended up getting a really good clerkship, Mm -hmm. right? So I clerked for the New Jersey Supreme Court, which is like a big deal. And that means to work, a clerkship means to work for a judge. For a judge, right? So I'm clerking for the judge, the justices that are deciding sort of like the the major legal mm-hmm. dilemmas in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I did that without having a clerkship. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I mean, no, without, without having a, 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 journal. A, a journal. And a lot of people, I don't know. I get that. I actually don't know if there's any, like. That doesn't like, happen. I, that doesn't happen. And so it goes back to our quote of like really, and even as I'm saying it, my skin is crawling, of really, you got to test the, the, the fact that there's abundance in mm-hmm. this world. You have to test that principle. Mm-hmm. And I that was a moment of testing it for mm-hmm. me. And so, Really like reminding yourself that you have to operate from a place of abundance and not scarcity. So like there's going to be moments like right now, I, I said to you guys in my unfinished moment, how I'm feeling like this is a, a, a hard time for me. Erin is having a really great time right now. Mm-hmm. And I could easily compare my life to hers and allow it to sort of like suck all the joy out. But in the back of my mind, although I know that, hey, I'm having a challenging moment and Aaron is like on the top of the moon right now, mm-hmm. that there is abundance. Right. And instead, I've decided to just enjoy the top of the world with you. Amen. Right? Cheers to that. <laughs> and, but that's, again, a muscle. Yeah. That's a level of maturity. And I think like that's the difference. So like if you know you're not at the place where you are, you've tested the principle mm-hmm. of abundance. And, and, and you're living in a place in your mind where the battle is always in our mind, where you, you're coming from a space of scarcity. Before you could get into using comparison as a tool that mm-hmm. moves you to the next level, you need to just stay away from Amen. it. You need to just work on building yourself up so what's inside of you is not insecurity and fear. And it's, I have insecurity and fear, mm-hmm. but it's not 90%. Right. Let me tell you how I know God's working on, on through through us and through this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because when I was thinking about some examples, what was placed on my heart was a law review one, mm-hmm. but in a different way. Okay. And it's so random because 
I didn't even really think about it until I was in the shower before you came. And I remember it really again. I, she's in her robe. <laughs> True, but but again, like this is just such affirmation. Because I don't think we don't. I don't even think about law school mm-hmm. that often. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, and that's it, so interesting. That I even brought that example. Yes, and that's what and that's what I'm saying. We mm-hmm. don't. We've never talked about yeah. this really truly at all no. or indefinitely if we have it's been mm-hmm. many many years because we were so developed in our our careers right now that law review means whatever at mm-hmm. this point like it really just changed. but in that moment it meant a lot agreed and so and again i have not even thought about this example um until today so i just know thank you god for placing it on your spirit to share that but i remember talking to, to some random guy when again the whole journal stuff is a big deal and I don't even remember exactly who he was or what his name was but I do remember sharing because you want to share your pride and getting on law review and I remember him asking you know who, oh who made it in MSP which is our minority student program yeah. um thing through law school so he was part of MSP and he asked you know who in MSP got it I named some people but before I was done naming the people his response was oh and Jewel right I know she got it yeah and I was like, oh, well, actually, she didn't. Yeah. But what I... Was, and what also stung about it, the expectation is that I would have gotten it. Agreed. Right? But what, and what stung to me was that person was putting me, comparing me to my friend. Mm. Like, that's how I received that moment. Okay. Like, oh, because it was like, oh, I know Jewel got it. Like, I know, I mean, if anybody got it, Jewel definitely got it. Yeah. And of course, you know, I'm proud of you. Like, of course, I would have wanted you if you wanted to be on that too, yeah. which I was. now I learned was at least a... a a concern or a hope for you in some way, shape or form. But in that moment, it felt as if that person was putting me up, comparing me to you Mm -hmm. and how sometimes even when we're not doing it, other people are creating that comparison. And you have to like, not allow yourself to like fall into that trap Mm -hmm. or fall into, you know, that, that hurtful competition or allow well, that I'm going to show seen. him that like I'm better than yeah, you. And to yeah. be quite frank for people I think that a lot of people compare me and you like I'm sure they do in I'm our sure friend circle do. and I'm outside sure they do. right yeah. like I like if we're being honest yeah right um but somehow we've been able to maintain a genuine yeah. sort of like root for each other in like a meaningful and way. that takes work yeah. individually um, for sure. We've been to the same therapist, so that might be it. We've learned the same Maybe. principles. But even this, that was kind of new. That was still kind of new. I think it's just God. I really, truly do because I really just do because come because law school makes you. Oh, law school competitive. is competitive. Like everything is <laughs> either you in or you're out. Mm-hmm. What kind of job even you got? Grades, what kind of even no, grades yeah. are on a scale? Yeah. So even if and there's only two A's. Exactly. <laughs> I've already decided I'm only giving out two A's. I'm and I'm giving out five D's. Like it literally mm-hmm. creates competition in such a way that it really is a blessing that we have not had it in our friends group for the most part mm-hmm. have not. We haven't had we haven't had debilitating competition. I do think there is competition. Yes, but I do think that there is. I think that comparison. I think that some of us Mm -hmm. are at a level where it doesn't eat away at us, and I do think that there's other because we're not other moments Mm -hmm. where it does right. So we are not um, these um, these fascinating creatures that live above Mm -hmm. feeling bad Mm -hmm. about ourselves Mm -hmm. or thinking like, well, why the hell did Aaron get? law review and I didn't mm-hmm. or why did Jewel get this or whatever you know what I mean but mm-hmm. and but I do think that it most of the work that we have to do in life begins with ourselves mm-hmm. and that's why I really think like to be able to sort of make competition or comparison a tool rather than a tool that destroys you 
it's really a look within kind of thing. And I think it requires us also to consider, um, I wrote it down when I was thinking about, um, about this, you know, don't be jealous of my success if mm. you ain't jealous of my failures. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, you know, that's, which is why it's so important right in this moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm on top of the world career wise, mm-hmm. but personally I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not at a place personally where I thought I even would be. I am not married. I'm not in a relationship. I do not have children. I do not own a home. I do not, you know, I still have some other like things that I'm working on personally, where if we're talking about comparison to you and I, someone could see that and be like, oh, well, Jewel has that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but we have to talk about it. We have to also acknowledge people's failures. You cannot only just look at one aspect of what's going well and not think about also all the things that maybe may not be going well or what they are also working on. I also think you have to not only, I love that idea of, do you, you want to claim you don't be jealous of my success Mm -hmm. if you don't want to be jealous of my failures, Mm -hmm. but also if you don't want to do the work that I did. Mm -hmm. And I mean that in the most humblest of ways, Mm -hmm. because like you and I, our careers are on a very different trajectory because Mm -hmm. we're in two different aspects of the, the law. Yeah. Right. I can't say, oh, people looking in could be like, well, Erin's always posting on Facebook that mm-hmm. she's doing X, Y, and Z. My job is not set up like that. Everything exactly. is like very private. Mm-hmm. Like we don't like. Completely. Like, Part of my job is to share. Sometimes. Your 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 job mm-hmm. is, is, is about education, right? Mm-hmm. My job is about, we don't want y'all to know we have nope. this problem. And how are you going to get rid of that exactly. before, right? So people could be like saying, or even myself, like, oh, mm-hmm. she has more things to post, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I also have to know that I didn't make the choices that you made mm-hmm. professionally. Mm-hmm. I've made completely different choices. And vice mm-hmm. versa, like you could be mm-hmm. looking at my job and say, Jewel has this, it, she comes with this kind of benefits and, you know, mm-hmm. this kind of exposure. But you didn't make those choices. And I honestly, like, I go back to the weight thing. I always say, like, I can't complain about where I'm at because am I really willing to do the work of that person that is like completely fit? So I think that like, even like when I think about other people saying like, Hey, I want this person's job or this person's relationship. I don't know if we really want it. We want what the end looks like, completely. but if we had to make those choices, would we make those choices to get that? And like, so that's one of -hmm. of the things that I always like, whenever I feel like if I'm looking, let's say I'm looking on Instagram, I'm like, Oh, this person is doing a really great job with this. I think about, I'm like, Jewel, but do you really want that? Because if you did, you would have done X, Y, and Z to do yeah, that. Yeah, also true. And then when I really check myself, I actually really don't want that. Like it looked like in that moment, it looked amazing, and I'm like, but I don't really don't want that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's also important to sort of be honest with yourself about. Sometimes we make like these thoughts come into our head so quickly, and we accept them. Be selective about what thoughts you accept mm-hmm. because. Just because something pops into your head like, damn, this person looks like they have like the most amazing sort mm-hmm. of like travel life. Did you really want that? Because what you would do is right. just maybe stop shopping and then you would just or, travel all the time. Or even with my job, you're not generally going to see me at home in my bed alone, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you're not seeing me like, like if we're being like 100 yeah. and, and not, not necessarily just to pit you and I against it, but it's just easier because of the examples that we're presently mm-hmm. using. I'm, we're seeing adorable Thor, right? 
<laughs> right. We see an adorable Thor, like today, you doing this like, little science or paint project. Science experiment. Right? So, sure, we might not see you traveling, but you see that part of your life. Yeah. Where you might see me, sure, traveling day to day yeah. or speaking at different places, but you're not seeing me in my apartment with my roommate who I adore. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm in a, I'm, right? I'm in a, I have a roommate. Yeah. Right? Or you hear now the sirens down the street. <laughs> Right it's or not, whatever it is, like no. there, we do not always share, and this is everyone. We do not always share our the part sure of our life that doesn't. About. Yeah, we don't share the parts that don't. Or, let me, that <laughs> speaking of siren, mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you won't even be able to hear all this. But anyway, you know those those are the things that you can't necessarily. We don't always share, yeah. and we're willing to talk about it on the show for sure. But I don't know even how I want. I don't know if I want you to see me with my dark eyes and my my bonnet on. Exactly. You know, like maybe, I mean, maybe we'll talk about sharing that a little bit more, but I don't know that I always want to do that, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. A friend, another friend and I were talking about the same thing about social media and how it's designed. Mm -hmm. I don't really, like when people post like really sad things on social media, sometimes you'll be like, oh, is that like, it's not the form for it. So it's Mm -hmm. like one, I think we all would agree, like you can't really judge your life by social media, but I think what we're talking about sort of like your more intimate relationships Mm -hmm. is something that people don't really talk about because we don't want to show our vulnerability mm-hmm. in that way. And like, or did you really want to see me bawling for two weeks when I was crying about my breakup? Like, no, you really actually didn't. And I didn't want to share that. That's yeah. wasn't healthy. <laughs> and yeah. I think that the way in which we live our lives, I think something that's really admirable about our friendships, not just me and you, mm-hmm. but all of us, is that we don't, um, we're accomplished women. Mm-hmm. We are highly motivated. And I'm smiling as I'm saying this. We're doing all of doing well on mm-hmm. our different journeys. And I'm really proud of all of mm-hmm. us. We celebrate each other's success. We share. I'm sure when people share their success, it makes you think about, okay, well, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Or what am I not doing? And that's the honest to God truth. Uh-huh. But I think for the most part, many of us have been able. And if you if you are in that situation where it's like, what am I doing? Oh, my God. Like, it's things a little bit. Oh, why, why not me? Make sure that you um, are really one, either doing the work of sort of living past the idea of insecurity and fear, start mm-hmm. saying some affirmations to let you know that there's more than enough. Rehearse your testimony in your life mm-hmm. of all the ways things that looked like it didn't work out but worked out for other people ended up coming back full circle working out for you. And then if you can grow in that area to be able to move it as a source of motivation to improve. And I would, yes, all of that. And I would say, don't let it take it, don't, let comparison or competition take you out of your purpose mm-hmm. because that's what also we're saying when we're talking about joy too mm-hmm. and when you're constantly focused on someone else's goal mm-hmm. or someone else's prize or someone or whatever yeah you are distracted and you cannot fulfill the purpose god has put inside of you when you're just constantly thinking about someone else so don't let c- comparison of anyone or competition of anyone derail you from your purpose and that's exactly and that to me is what it it means when we say it is a thief of joy Mm -hmm. absolutely and that's what i mean when i was talking about like do i really want that Mm -hmm. right because certain things that other you might see other people have that look great that's not what you really want or really need because Mm -hmm. that is not in line with your goals Mm -hmm. with god's plan for you with your plan for yourself Mm -hmm. um and so we have to manage competition and comparison in a way that it's not creating extra noise in your head, so it's distracting you from your ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. But again, that all goes back to sort of like being secure in yourself. But I also want people to know that I think it's very normal to compare yourself. Yeah. 
Completely. You just don't have to live there. I think that's the distinction. It is very normal if someone is doing is going to Cuba for you to say, mm-hmm. darn, why am I not going? Mm-hmm. It's very normal if someone is able to have like really master the area of weight loss to be like, why not me? Or is doing well professionally, mm-hmm. financially, family-wise for you to say, why not me? But just don't live there. I think mm-hmm. when you live there and you start the boxing match with yourself mm-hmm. is when it becomes a defeating process. Mm-hmm. And, think every, and be reminded about the sacrifices that it took. Mm-hmm. We're going to Cuba. We're staying in some grand, grandiose place. It's going to be beautiful, but it's going to be, you know, like, I mean, but that's also like what's yeah. true about Cuba. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we're going to have a great experience because we were willing to sacrifice certain other parts. Yeah. Or that we're going to have to work really hard before and after because just, we're taking off so just, many days. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, so like all of those kinds of things. Think about the sacrifice as well. Um, before, and, and think again, just to go back to the quote, that keeping the faith is more important than cashing the check. Yep. And so if we can leave you with a couple things, this is what I would leave you with in terms of using comparison as a tool for good rather than as something that steals your joy and ultimately derails you. Mm -hmm. One, knowing that you could find people that inspire you and using your friends, people close in your circle or otherwise to sort of like inspire your own journey and to say, well, if they could do it, why can't I sort of thing? Um, Also, I would say that be intentional about the way in which you use comparison or use competition and it being intentional in the way that making sure that your mindset is ready for that comparison because you've come to a level where you're loving on yourself in such a way where you can use it as a tool to kind of like push you in the right direction rather than as a tool to beat you up i also one of the things i always did in my career was that i would find people um, who have achieved things that I'm, in, mm-hmm. I'm back into it. And that mm-hmm. is a form of competition because I'm looking mm-hmm. to see sort of the decisions that they've made, the opportunities that they've taken. And that could apply for anything with weight loss, mm-hmm. with relationships, mm-hmm. with your the quality of your hair and your eyebrows. I don't know you going to do that. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Talking about hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like your professional ambitions, mm-hmm. the whole, all that make your spiritual ambitions, mm-hmm. like fi- identifying people that are doing it well whether, and I actually mm-hmm. think you should push yourself to find someone in your friend circle because that, to me, is pushing you to another level and of you, security. And if you're doing it right, you probably have someone already mm-hmm. in your friend circle, too. You don't always have to search outside anyhow. Yep. And to be able to say, hey, using that as a marker, but not as um, a tool to sort of like or a baseball bat to like beat yourself up with. Do you have any other tips on sort of like how to use comparison as a tool for good in your life? Just be... What I've kind of already said, which is just be reminded of the failures that other people have had and the ones that you don't even see. And be reminded of yours, too, and how that mm-hmm. helped you build you up. Yeah. One, and, and other, someone's always looking at you, too. That you oh, are absolutely. Still, you are, someone's comparing themselves or competing with you. And that should also make you feel good. Don't see it as, like, a negative. Also mm-hmm. be willing to embrace that person and use that sometimes to remind you that you are doing well. Yeah, because we can compare up. Or down, right? Mm-hmm. So we could be comparing, quote unquote, with people we think that are doing better than mm-hmm. us. 
um, which could be using as a tool to beat yourself up or as we're suggesting as a tool of motivation. Mm -hmm. Or you could be comparing yourself with, quote unquote, someone that is behind you Mm -hmm. on whatever the journey is. And you could use that as a tool to say, oh, I've arrived, which I think that we one of the things we try to stress in this podcast is that we're all on the road. Yes. To leadership. We're on the road to leadership. Mm -hmm. Leadership in your professional, your personal, your health, your your spirituality. We're on the road because as long as there's breath in your body, there's room to always learn it. To elevate and to grow. And um, and evolve. And evolve. So I, I, I think where we land on this is that comparison can steal your joy. Right. But if used correctly, and by using it correctly means that you being sort of the foundation, your heart, the way you think about yourself, has to be intact, right? And then you can be able to move to the next. I think there's levels to mm-hmm. it, right? So the first level is, can... Am I able to compare in a way that doesn't beat me up? Yeah. And then once I'm able to perfect that, then how do I compare in a way that motivates me and propels mm-hmm. me to something different? Yeah, I agree. And the competition is healthy. It's not a bad thing. And um, we hope to hear on you, yeah. hear from you on sort of like how comparison or competition has helped you. And I mean, we lived in a we live in a world where sometimes there's only one spot. And that's okay. It sure is. Because that one spot might be for Jewel. But although that might not be Aaron's spot, the other spot that Aaron might get, mm-hmm. that Jewel might not have, is mm-hmm. what Aaron needs. It, amen. Okay? So um, know that there's enough to go around. And that you are enough. Your cup is full even when it's not. Um, and it's going to be well. I really just do believe that because we are all on our own journey. I really do. I think we should end with the quote again because okay. it's such a good one. Sure. Hold on to this. Put this in your pocket. The people who don't give up are the people who find a way to believe in abundance rather than scarcity. They've taken into their hearts the idea that there is enough for all of us. The success will manifest itself in different ways for different people that keeping the faith is more important than cashing the check. Alrighty. Amen. Go out and live boldly. Mm-hmm.